Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, episode 30 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, we're dumb, and we're full of opinions. Opinions. We're full of opinions, we're guys. We're full of opinions. That's it. Just opinions. Today, we have Matthew back. Welcome back, Matthew. Hey, I made it back, man. Matthew I missed you guys. Back. Oh, we missed you, man. I did. We missed you. And my name is Adam, but you already knew that. And today's topic is, is going to be fun. Uh, today, we're going to focus on some, some philosophicals, some philosophical. We're going to get deep today, guys. We're, it's going to get heavy, guys. It's going to get deep. Well, we think. We, we don't really know what any of the topics are. That's they're, true. Uh, they're randomized. They're randomized. We thought it'd be fun to just <laughs> kind of pick topics out of a hat, make we, them random. We really hope you guys enjoy these unknown randomized conversations that we have because Matt and I really enjoy them. Well, they make you think on your toes. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, I have 10 of those to think on. Uh, I don't know about you. Uh, I have like six, I think. (laughs) All right, let's dive into (laughs) it here, Let's dive into it. What what are we starting with, Matthew? So the first one that we pulled here is actually, it's kind of a heavy one to be Mm -hmm. the first one, but let's go for it here. So if someone you loved was killed in front of you, Okay. okay, but somebody else created an exact copy of the person that you loved, and that copy was perfect, right down to the atomic level. Okay, so an exact perfect copy. Okay, would they be the same person? And would you would you love that copy the same way that you loved the person that died? Mm. Yeah, that's intense, huh? <sighs> Whew. First I... of all, I think it's really interesting that you even have to think about it. You're struggling with it. Well, because at, well, I'm try, I'm trying to really think how I would honestly react in that kind of situation, and I think at I feel like I could I would learn to love that copy the same as I did the original at some point, but I think at first it would be extremely hard for me to do so, even if they were exactly perfect. Yeah, like so perfect that you couldn't even really tell. You would yeah. forget most of the time. Yes, simply because I would know. But but it's just as you said, you know, over time, I think you'd, especially if it's an exact replica, an exact copy. Something about it would bother you, though? I, yeah, I think something about it would bother me. So what if someone came in the middle of the night and uh-huh. switched them out? Like the person, like you, you had a wife, okay, you loved that. Well, and, you were I, sleeping, and you switched them out, and then like 10 years later... You found out about it. Well, it, I think it would bother me less. The only reason why it would bother me at first like that is because it's 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 knowing. It's the burden of knowing that this isn't the original. This is the copy. You know what I mean? Really? So, yeah. So I. But the thing is, if it is an exact copy, so I'm assuming all the same memories in there, all the same kind of grace and yeah. caring and personality exactly and all of that, thing. right? So, I mean – that's why I say over time I would probably be able to accept him more after I would see with my own eyes just that this truly is just a a copy of this person down to the last fucking, you know, Adam. <laughs> but like at first though, it's interesting. It would be tough just because I would know. I think that I would feel like I'm cheating. I would feel bad. I was just going to say it almost would feel like a betrayal at first to the yeah. person who died. Like yeah. Like you're so, replaceable. 
immediately something about it bothers me. Yeah. It just does. Um, and I can't really put my finger on it exactly. But uh-huh. something about it is just not right. Yeah. And I don't know. I would feel like I'm cheating death or cheating the situation. Right. And I would just feel really, like, guilty about that. I just imagine feeling really guilty about it. Well, I, I look at it as a very – so so let's, let's look at a very just – primitive example here okay let's say you have a number two pencil right okay never sharpened nothing right it's just this number two pencil and and for whatever reason you have this emotional attachment to this number two pencil okay it's pristine there's no nicks or you know anything on it so you have this number two pencil and then let's say somebody accidentally throws it away this pencil that you've carried around for years that that you've loved whatever Uh so they throw it away but they're like oh well i'm so sorry Sorry, I'll get you another one. So they give you another one. It's not the unsharp. same. It's not the That's same, not my right? Lucky pencil. Exactly. And I so I think it's it's similar to that, where it's like, yeah, you might be the same in every way, but you're still but I still had an emotional attachment to the original, not this copy. I agree. It would feel too much like I'm meeting a new person. Yeah. And then I would always think any decision made after that point. Uh-huh. Like, it's cool that you have the same memories and all, right? That's good to reminisce. But any future decisions would feel like it's made with a different person. Yeah. Well, Not like it's that original. I would still miss the original person mm-hmm. even though they're copies right next to me. Exactly. And then I feel like there would be this extra burden also because let's say it's so, – let, let's go the extreme and say it's like your mother, Right that dies and then there's this exact replica made. Well, if it's this exact replica down to how she feels about you down to the last atom, you know, it's it's going to make you feel horrible that you're not able to accept this woman that all she wants is the love of her son. True. You know, it, you know, I think it's a lot easier to accept the situation if it's not a person you're in love with. If it's just like a close friend. Because, like, yeah. if you died tomorrow, mm-hmm. okay, if you were just gone, I'd be like, fuck, that sucks. A huge part of my life, it's gone now, right? right? But then if you, like, came back and knocked on the door, uh-huh. and I could, like, mentally accept that part of it, that you're just right. back, right? If I could accept the whole thing of that, then as long as you're still – you're not like a robot. Like, right. if I cut you, you'd still bleed. I'd right. be like, all right, cool. Well, Adam's well, back. Well, I would look at it like I would agree that I think it would be easier with like a friend or a close friend or acquaintance or whatnot. But but regardless of who it is, even even an enemy, I, I think there would still be just this sense of just like at first of trying to be able to accept that there's this copy. Oh, and it's not super weird. Yeah, because yeah, just – Nobody gets to do that. And ever. I feel like I would constantly be on edge waiting for that the shoe to drop of like, okay, you have to be different somehow in which way you're going to be. And I almost might project things onto that copy that maybe it is what that person would have done. But because it's a copy, I'm going to automatically think like, oh, you're only getting oh, angry Adam because you're a copy. Adam would have never done that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's true. So you I, would project a lot onto it. So What if it wasn't a human? What if it was like a dog? Like, would you bring an old dog back if it could be the exact same thing? Um, I would have to probably say yes. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, there, there would probably still be, like, a weird period at the beginning, but I think I would adjust to that much, much faster. And then it'd be cool to have your dog then, back, right? Yeah. You'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I would say so. 
But but honestly, I would probably because it's, it's we kind of do it. I'd be fine with it, but I would just feel cheaty. Well, with, if everyone was doing it, my uh-huh. whole life, maybe it'd be different. But I've just never seen it done. Well, as far as like an animal goes, I think it would be almost really easy to do it with a dog because re- regardless, like. Guys, it's fucked up that we do this because what happens to all of us who love dogs or love pets or whatnot? When one dies, what ends up happening? We you get go, another one. You get another one. Yeah, yeah and you have that same kind of thing. So I feel like if all of a sudden, like let's say Cowboy died, right, and then uh-huh. a copy, an exact copy of Cowboy came back, well, I think we would, would just, just be like, you got another puppy. Yeah, exactly. You know, but he we, just happens to look exactly the same. We would probably joke around and call him Cowboy Two or some shit. You know, just it'd be a lot easier with an animal. It's a lot complex when it comes to an animal. It's weird. It must just be an emotional thing. This must be an emotional answer we're giving. Because if you think about it logically, Uh like if if it was a computer making this decision, they would totally just say, give me the exact copy. Right. Give me me a copy of the file and I can roll with that. It's Mm -hmm. no big deal at all. The only thing that makes us hesitant is the emotional part of it. Well... It's interesting you bring up that analogy. So one, I agree with you, but it's interesting that you bring up that analogy with like the copying of a file on a computer. Yeah. Because like what's one thing that we've talked about that will happen when you're constantly copying files over with video, for example, the more you copy files over to different things, you start losing quality. Oh, true. Where when you take the last Even if you you copy a piece of paper on a copy machine. Exactly. uh, That happens. I used to work at a print store, actually. It's funny Mm -hmm. you bring that up. I guess I brought it up. It's funny I bring that up. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was the thing they would teach us is Mm -hmm. you can only do, um, you know, the lower the number, the better. But it's generally once you start to get over like a thousand copies of something, Uh you really your eyes can start to see a difference. But even even if it took that long to have like a really distinct difference, the fact that there's even the slightest difference at all with that first copy. Yeah, every one of them has different pixels. That would stick in my mind. And that's what would make it really hard to accept that. It's like you might be the same exact person, but if there's a fucking hair Even if they 100% promised you that there is no difference. This is a complete, utter copy. It'd be really hard, I think, to convince me. You'd be like, nah. I think my mind just wouldn't be able to wrap my mind around it. (laughs) I agree. I agree. And I'm really, I'm weirdly fascinated that I'm agreeing. Because at first, when I was reading this, I was like, fuck yeah, just give me the copy. What's what's the big Uh deal? But the more I thought about it, as you were talking about it, it's just, I don't know, it starts to pick at you. It's like, I would feel like I broke a rule. And I'm just not supposed to do that. I mean, imagine if it was like a wife, your wife, or a, like a girlfriend you were you were like really in love with, you know, and she dies, and then all of a sudden you have her back, and she's laying in the bed next to you. What if she has a twin? It's that's like the closest thing in real life, right? Oh yeah, but I mean, but that would gonna, be a different. You're gonna person. have more differences in the twin than you are gonna exact copy of the the original. True. <laughs> But, I mean, that certainly wouldn't do it. You don't just marry your wife's twin and be like, okay, you're good. Although I'm sure if you look it up somewhere, that's happened. I'm sure it happens probably once a year. But, yeah, it would would definitely take me some adjusting. Yeah. I might might be able to get there. But I think just as you said, it would just depend on who the person is. If it was, like, my mom or my dad or my brother, probably a lot harder. Close friend, a little easier. I feel like I could do it with a friend. Yeah. Or definitely a coworker for mm-hmm. sure. Somebody I'd be like, no problem at all. Yeah, somebody you're not like intimately like involved with. You know, when I say intimately, I just mean like emotionally. 
but yeah, that was a that was an interesting one. What what an interesting one to start with. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty pretty <laughs> random that that happened that way. Uh, let's see. Go ahead. Would you like to pick one next, Adam? Yeah, sure. What do we got here? Oh, oh! I was gonna. So there's one here that says, "Does a person's name influence the person they become?" But I think we, we actually, actually talked, talked about, about that. that. Yes, yeah, we've already talked about that before. Yes, yes. Um, ooh, this might be an interesting one. What should be the goal of humanity? What should be the goal of all of humanity? Yeah. So like, do, if we all had one unified goal. Yes. Should it oh, be wow. world peace? Should it be something different? If we had to choose one. Um, well, I'm going to pick a really cheesy answer. Okay. Because I think it's what matters the most, right? Well, happiness. Right. Like, we all want to be happy, right? Well, let's go well, deep- that already is our goal, though. Well, I was going to say, let's go deeper. How does one, like, what? what is the one thing we decide on is going to get us happiness? So is it, like, health? Is it wealth? Is it... Is it is it education? Make, is it is it making sure no more wars happen? Is it making sure that everybody's eating a good diet? Is it making sure that like is it globalization? Making sure there's no more borders and it's all just one you know one unified planet. Like, what should be the number one goal? The tough one, huh? I think that the most important thing that stems out to everything else, right? All trickles down from this would be education. I think the more educated you make a group of people, the more all the other things that you brought up get better. Okay, so making sure that everybody has the like the highest level of education possible. Okay, so you think that in order to do that, they should make it mandatory? Like, should you have to go to school? Yeah, like, let's say that there was a system in place that we were like, okay, we know that this is the best education system to no. go through. Everybody has to do it. No, I don't think you should have to go to school. I think you should want to go to school. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it feels weird to think that you should have to be forced to go to school. Mm-hmm. I understand why they do it, because the law, it's actually a law. You have to go to school. Yeah, if you don't, if you skip 16. school, yeah, the truancy officer will come mm-hmm. to your house, like, and they'll make I you know, go I had, to school. I had kids I knew who. <laughs> it's literally the police. Um, so, and I get it because you have to have all of society at some kind of standard, right. you know what I mean? Um, but it seems weird to me that mm-hmm. you don't have standards like that on anything, on the food we eat, or right. if I want to grow my own food in my backyard, there's no problem with that. Right. If I want to harvest my own energy from the sun, there's no problem with that. But I can't choose to be illiterate if I want to be. I don't know. Right. It just seems weird to me that that's not a freedom we have. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it should be required. No. Okay. Well, I guess the only reason why I ask is when I think of like unified goal, it's like I feel like that, like that would be the thing of like, oh, every. So, like for example, I my answer to the question would be like diet, right? Diet. Make make sure you take all the like shit out of the foods, like people. But in order to get people, everybody to eat healthy, you would basically have to nix all the shit and give everybody just like, hey. Here's the food you can eat because this is the healthy food. So you basically make all the shit food illegal. And oh. Then you just say like, hey, here's what you can eat. I don't love the Good sound luck. of that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I get it. Right. But I don't love the sound of that. Or at least just find a way to just push more for I mean, it's kind of like what we've talked about in uh, countries where drugs are illegal. You know, they put all of their money in saying why drugs are bad. But see, if you educate people, then in theory they would choose to eat healthier. Because True. they would know more about the effects of eating healthy. Well, I guess it depends. They would also choose to save more money. They would choose to have smaller families. Well, I guess that begs the question of what kind of education should they should they offer for so do you think that like some mandatory classes that kids would have to take would be like health and diet classes or because if you're going to school for yeah, liberal that'd be arts fine. you know yeah, you're that'd not be fine okay i think that yeah there should be standardized school absolutely mm-hmm. it should just be you know better funded right um people should care about it a little bit more mm-hmm. there are places in the world where education is um you know regarded very highly right um japan yeah japan a lot of european countries and i think that overall you know they have smaller um populations Mm -hmm. so one could argue that the reason they have less problems just because they have less people but i think that a lot of it has to do with education they care a lot about educating the young people Mm -hmm. and then it's proven already that the higher your intelligence goes, the higher your education goes, the smaller family you create, the mm-hmm. better paying job you generally get, um, the less carbon emission you put out. Right. You know, a lot of it is just is ignorance. People don't understand what they're doing, so mm-hmm. they they continue to do these things that harm themselves or society. Right. But a lot of times, if you educate a person about it, they want to do the right thing. A lot of times they'll they'll change what they're doing and choose to do the right thing right. once they know that it's right. I feel you. You know okay. what I mean? I think most people are good and they want to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think the reason that there's there's ghettos and there's places in society that aren't, the standards aren't as high as other places is really it stems down to the education. They're generally lower educated um parts of the society right you know yeah okay fair enough fair enough i think a good place to start if you want to start somewhere uh-huh. would be to make community college what we know of that today like the new high school so basically I... make community college mandatory yeah and now sorry it sucks but you gotta do 16 years of school instead of 12 you know what i just fucking get over it i 100 percent agree with you though because the first two years of college anyway are just your prereq classes right so your maths your readings your sciences so it's like why not just extend it so you have high school you finish high school you know and then the perk of after high school of going to community college and and having that be as just you said mandatory just part of the school experience is it's just more lax at that point right now now people can schedule their classes and how they're going to do it but you have to do those two years at least you, you got know. okay. Two years is fine. So yeah. if you don't want to make it four, two. If you want to do an associate's degree or some yeah. kind of certificate, that's fine. Um, and then still keep the concept of universities. Mm-hmm. I understand universities. I think they're guilds. Personally, yeah. I think that they are um, very much set up to where you pay this much and you get this certificate from the guild. Uh-huh. Uh, you have our blessing, basically. Right. Just very much what. But that's fine. I'm willing to accept that in society. We've been doing it a long time. There's a lot of prestige with that. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be higher educated, you would pay for it. Right. But I think community college um, is definitely the new high school. Okay. 
Fair enough. There's just so much stuff in the world to learn now. Literally, well, in the last 10 years, the amount of things to learn has skyrocketed. Well, and I feel like what happens in school these days also, which is why I highly agree with you of making community college mandatory and just part of the school experience is because I feel like throughout high school, you know, freshman year, you're in high school, you know, sophomore year, you're in high school, junior year, you're in high school. Then senior year comes around and goes, okay, decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life. What are you going to yep. go to college for? Which is where I feel like the two years of community college, that's what those two years should be utilized for. It's like, okay, you're done with high school. We're still going to teach you a little more, but it's time to give these next two years and really start thinking about what it is you well, want to do. And those last two years could be much more specialized. You've yeah. already done all your general education. That's all done. Mm -hmm. Now here's two years specifically devoted to what you want to do. Yeah, you want to like, be a photographer? You're going to learn about the photography for two years. Yeah. If you want to be a welder, go learn to weld for two years. Well, and I think that's the key is you you would make community college this entity where you have, you know, the prereqs that you already have to take, your, you yeah. know, your math, science, comprehensive reading. And then you offer people like, okay, you can take four electives. You can take four or five electives. You know, and then let yeah. them choose like, oh, we have one in drawing, we have one in, you know, engineering, we have one in this and this and this and this and really give people that two years to be yeah. like, okay, what is it that I want to do? Because I, I know for I me. I think the only exception should should be, I do think there's one exception here. You can choose to do that or you could also choose to go into the military for two years. I think if you wanted to do two years of military uh, because the military will teach you things as well. Right. And if you're not a person who knows what they want to do because they're going to be that argument uh -huh. no one in high school knows what they want to do you're just wasting their time right they're going to change at least they could go in the military and learn some discipline um learn teamwork learn a lot of essential skills that it takes to be successful in the civilian world i would argue you just give them that choice after the two years of community college you can you can continue mm. two years in a because I also think it's, like I said in the beginning here, I do think it's weird to make it the law that someone has to go to school. Right. I, I think that's a little strange. So I think if we're going to do that, if, if we've all accepted as society, Matthew and people like him are wrong, and more of us agree that you need to make school mandatory, cool, but give another outlet as well for people who just adamantly are not into school. Right. Because I get it. There are some people who... School is just a struggle for them 100% of the time, and you're beating them down more than building them up. So right. let them go out and, and use their hands. Let them go. And and, I, and I'd agree with that because I, I also don't agree right now. I believe 16 is the age when kids are allowed to decide for themselves whether or not they want to continue going to school or not. So you can drop out uh, at 16. I don't agree with that either. I don't either. I think it's 18. I think, yeah, I agree 18. with you. Otherwise, but that's just it. So you treat the community college like it's, you know, another kind of high school. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have the choice to drop out at that point and whatever stigma comes with it. Or, or like you said, you know, you, do you want to do military now, or do you want to do school? I think there have been um, politicians in the past. Um, I'm not going to throw any specific names out because I'm not super educated in this. But I do think there have been some politicians who have suggested um, ideas like what we're saying. I think so, too, yeah. And um, I think that the common argument against what we're saying is that it would just be so expensive. Yeah. Right? It would be so expensive to send people to school for two more years. It would. Um, I'm not down with that argument either. I'm because either. we're literally, if you take every single entity on planet Earth, 
there's no entity that has more money than we do. Yeah. We have the most of all the entities on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. So if any other example could possibly do it, which there are examples who do it, we should be able to also. Well, and we spend so much money – you know, giving to people like welfare people, a lot of people who don't have educations like that, who spend so much money basically helping them out because of a lack of education instead of just putting it back into the education system to stop that shit from happening in the first place. It's give a man but, to fish or teach a man to fish. Exactly. It's literally exactly the example we're making. Yeah. It's right now we're giving people fish, which is fine. They're eating, you know, mm-hmm. it works. But everyone would agree that in that scenario to yeah. give a man a fish teach a man a fish you should teach a man to fish right yeah every single person on the street if you ask them would tell you that right so why aren't we doing that as a society exactly why doesn't that reflect in our policies of what we're actually doing they want to dumb us down man they can't brainwash us if we're too smart well you know there is something to be said about that yeah honestly yeah the man keeping you down that's Everyone jokes, ha, 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 but it is a lot easier to control 400 million people who are slightly less educated. Oh, well, hell, dude. Just within the past year, everything I've learned about diet and how the things that you eat affect your brain, you know, it's like sugar just in general being one of them, which is in fucking everything. It's literally like... I went down a rabbit hole once and it was like, oh, too much sugar and high glucose can cause like cognitive issues, memory issues. Dude, half of the mental issues that we have now, that big ass fat book. Come from diet. Literally eight out of ten of those are are diet related. We've created so much of that. It's horrible. And it's not people's fault. I really don't think so. Because I think most people, when you teach them, look at you or me or Mm -hmm. Justin, as soon as we learned what was going on, it's not that we stopped eating bad overnight, Mm -hmm. but now we care a lot more about eating bad. Yes. We we feel bad when we eat bad. Yes. We feel guilty when we do that. We know that there's something wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Instead of thinking, I want McDonald's, I'm going to go there and get it, and there's nothing wrong with that. What's the big deal? Food is food is food, right? Right. I'm just going to have this hamburger because they're super tasty. Mm -hmm. It's it's. Not even being wrong, it's being ignorant. It's yeah. not, it's a complete lack of knowledge. Ignorance is bliss. It, it is, and it's a yeah. lot easier to sell hamburgers when people are ignorant. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, there's literal saw dust mm-hmm. in McDonald's hamburgers. Yeah. It is actually <laughs> sawdust. <laughs> They're not even allowed to call it food. It's food-like product. <laughs> That's right. It's literally called food-like product. Uh-huh. And it's if you teach people that, they'll stop eating it. Mm-hmm. They want to do the or right thing. Or at least feel bad like we do when we At eat least it. feel yeah. bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think educated. What, what did you – what was your answer? To... We kind of, we touched on it, like the health and diet stuff. Health and diet. Yeah. Okay. But like okay. I said, I would probably treat it, you know, because, I mean, you're right. It's unethical to just take away all the junk food and, you know, but say, you can't, okay, do can't do that. It's free, it's free but, but like I said, like how the countries do it, like Holland and Sweden who have uh, taken these drugs and have legalized them, but they pump all that money towards the quote-unquote drug war and they do pump it into advertisements about, hey, here's what these drugs do to you. Here's why you shouldn't do them. Here's what it yeah when they do research on the drugs they see how does it affect the brain how does it affect society Mm -hmm. and what are the paths of least resistance when it comes to getting off of the drug yeah i mean well and what was it i think uh my 
my cousin's husband is from England, mm-hmm. and he was telling me once that it's actually against the law in England for fast food companies to advertise on TV. So you can't have billboards with fast food on it. You can't have commercials with fast food Interesting. because it's deemed to be like morally, morally wrong to do so. It's like, so they look at it as the same way we do about advertising cigarettes. You can't have ads for cigarettes on TV. They right. do the same thing with fast food because it's trying to get people to indulge in something that's clearly not good for them. Hmm. Fast food places still Do exist. I, would I agree with that? Would I want to see that in place in our country? Do I like the fact that they have limits on advertising cigarettes? Mm. So immediately, my first immediate response, okay, and it may be a little bit emotional, okay, is I don't like it. Okay. My immediate response in my head, the first thing that comes to my head is you should be allowed to advertise anything you want. Right. Guns, sex, tobacco, alcohol. If you're going to sell it, if it's legal to sell it, you should it should be legal to advertise it. Okay. If you don't want people to see it, you should take away access to it. Okay. And I don't think you should take away access to anything. It should be free. Now, with that said, if I take even the smallest second to think about it logically, uh-huh. of course I agree with it. Yeah. I, I see the benefit of not advertising tobacco products to the society. Gotcha. They didn't really take any freedom away. I can still get access to it, but it's not glorified as much. Right. I can I can understand it. So I would say yes. Although okay. I do really feel like it's a slippery slope mm-hmm. and that it leads to taking more things away. Yeah. I could see myself agreeing on a ballot to make it illegal to advertise fast food the reason why i don't mind it is so i would mind if they were just like like kind of what we were talking about we're like oh we're just going to take away fast food right you can't have fast food anymore it's legal for fast food to exist here kind of like what we do with gambling right it's ex- you know unless you're on a reservation gambling's legal it can't do it so big i would i'm actually not against the not advertising it as long as like people still have access to it. So right. it's like if, if it's illegal to for McDonald's or Jack in the Box to advertise, fine. But then you can't tell people you can't go to McDonald's or Jack in the Box. It's know? just, oh, God, dude, it's such a slippery slope. Yeah. I have a hard time giving away freedoms. Yeah. Because then who's to say, where does it stop? Can you can you advertise your church? If you have a nonprofit church, well, you want pe- and someone says, ah, you can't advertise religion in our country. I feel like the way that you would have to do it is it would have there would have to be like a an extreme ethics board, right? But one that but one that compl- that didn't nece- but didn't necessarily focus on whether something was ethical or not, but focused on like how. Sorry, guys. Oh. That was my coffee cup. Oh, is that your coffee coffee tub? (laughs) I was like, what was that? It has a hole in it. But anyways, it was – it's this question of taking these things that are out there and analyzing just how unhealthy is this for the human body. So, like, we did that with cigarettes, right? We're like, this is super unhealthy for the human body. It shouldn't be something that's advertised. Just like you wouldn't advertise, you know, do heroin. Well, I mean, unless you're a pharmaceutical company. But (laughs) Do you think that an adult should be able to go to Fry's and buy um, 
a needle of heroin and take it back to their house and go in their living room and shoot up heroin if they want to? Not like that, but I do like the way that we Why? discussed that Europe was doing it, or the was it Sweden or Switzerland? Yeah, with those. the clinics. Right, right. I, I right. agree with this, a system like that. I don't necessarily agree in a system of, oh, you can just go into a And the store. reason that you don't agree would be for the greater good of society, right? Yes. Because there would be people who abuse it, obviously. They yeah, would go yeah, yeah. and they would just shoot up right in front of fries. Mm-hmm. They would... It'd be, it'd be a mess. I think the way that you stop something from becoming a slippery slope, as you were saying, is you still allow access to the items, but you just kind of going back to what you were saying, but you just make sure people are more educated on those things. So instead of like, so like, for example, cigarettes, again, you can't have cigarette ads, but you can have here's why cigarettes are bad for you ads. Right. And I would argue the same thing with like, I mean, you never see that about junk food. Never. No. I've never, never I've ever. not seen one ad in my life nope. that says, hey, McDonald's is cool and everything, but be careful because it can do this, this, or this. I think or you this. should be allowed to have both. Yeah. But I don't think you should be allowed to have one and not the other. I, I don't think you should be able to have bash ads and not let the companies defend themselves with their own ads. So how do you feel about that in regards to cigarettes then? You think cigarette companies should be allowed to come out and say like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think if you're allowed to have the most interesting man in the world, uh-huh. trademark, uh, advertising uh, beer, right? then yeah, you should be able to have um, – the the coolest jock on the field smoking a cigarette as he kicks the fucking football for a field goal absolutely okay touche yeah touche i, yeah. I get it so like like you just said you either have it all or you have, an, have none of it or you have none of it but like i said from the very beginning here the most important thing i think is education yeah and i do truly believe you're seeing it with millennials and then with the generation z mm-hmm. as you educate them more and more about the negative side effects of smoking tobacco less of us are doing it less of us are doing it now we're partaking in more nicotine consumption than ever before yeah because okay. of the vaping yeah but we're doing it in a different way and we really truly feel like it's a healthier way right now in 20 years when people start getting cancer and crazy diseases from vaping mm-hmm. i really think a lot of people will stop Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, it's it's ignorance. We just we haven't done the tests. It hasn't been around long enough. Right. So we don't know. You hear our parents say it all the time. We yeah. didn't know cigarettes were bad for us. Yeah. We had no idea. That's Everybody true. did it. Well, and that kind of goes back to uh, something I was going to say a little earlier in this conversation is when you said like it's not it's not anybody's fault about the eating unhealthy or you know partaking in the things that they do and it's just because of what we said you know our parents grew up thinking that this stuff was fine you know they yeah all, tv all dinners the, weren't a big deal dude yeah it's all what they you fed could your do. kids well and i even remember growing up in, through high school and everything you know at a time when i was you know very active and working out every day going to the gym every day when i would eat something like a bacon ultimate cheeseburger from jack in the box i never looked at it is necessarily like bad because I just looked as like oh it's meat I'm getting my protein I'm getting my veggies I'm getting that's the way I looked at it so maybe the issue here should be rather than try to sweep a bad thing under the rug Mm -hmm. rather than try to say you can't advertise fast food or you can't advertise cigarettes maybe we should hold these companies responsible of taking the negative effects out of it so that would be called regulation, which right. we don't particularly really super love right. in this country historically. But what other countries do is they would regulate it. So mm-hmm. they would say, 
you cannot sell food-like product. That right. is illegal to even put that on the burner and sell it to someone. You must sell 100% beef. Okay? Gotcha. Just an example. Mm-hmm. Now, even if you choose to partake in fast, convenient food, that food that you're partaking in is already miles better for you than food-like product would be. Gotcha. So in this country, we have loose regulations, if any at all. You're allowed to sell pretty much shit on a stick to someone if they're Mm -hmm. willing to buy it. And that's called, that's the capitalism, right? Right. And if your shit on a stick smells too gross, no one's going to buy it and you're going to go out of business, right? right? That's the philosophy here. Well, unfortunately, that's not the way it works. If your shit on a stick is cheap enough, regardless of how bad it smells, people will buy it. That's true. Because it's the cheapest option. Yeah. So in order to get cheaper, you get more processed. Mm -hmm. That's just how it works. Yeah. So in places like Europe and like France back in the day, you know, probably not so much anymore, but at least historically, you wouldn't even be able to go to McDonald's and get that hamburger because the option there it would be an $8 hamburger, mm-hmm. but it's real meat. Right. But there, there is no option for a dollar menu that doesn't exist. Like I said, I'm sure it does now. Right. But like when my mom was growing up, there, what's a dollar menu? That doesn't exist. If you're going to go out, you expect to spend good money. Yeah. Because that's what you're good. You have no option but good food. You're right. So that really is where it should lie. It shouldn't be a matter of can we advertise garbage. Garbage should not even be an option to sell to a person. Right. Well, and that was my argument earlier, though, was, you know, to take it all away and say, you know, and maybe not all the way, maybe not as extreme, but just as you said, you had certain regulations that say, you know, oh, you can't put sawdust in food anymore. You know what I mean? For for cigarettes, you can't put any of the carcinogens in it. It, Yeah. You must sell tobacco dried right from the plant. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the argument right now we have with food in regards to like GMOs, right? Where I think, I think we're one of like two or three countries where GMOs are not illegal. Right. We're still allowed to put it in our foods. So I don't know. It's it's an interesting dilemma. And like you said, it's it's hard to keep the balance between, you know, climbing up the mountain and a slippery slope. But I just know it was told to me once, someone really smart once told me that in order to gain security, uh-huh. you have to give up freedom. Right. And in order to gain freedom, you have to give up security. Mm. So you're constantly in this balance of how much of which one do I need? Right. How much security is enough? Stay on that and then we're done. So one side always <clears throat> wants to feel more secure and is willing to give up more of their freedoms to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want the government to keep you safe, you have to let them into your phone lines. You yeah. have to let them into your computer. How can they help you if they don't know? Right. And then there's another group of people who say, "I'll fucking take care of myself. Uh, stay out of all my shit." Mm-hmm. And we're constantly just trying to balance those two because both sides have have good arguments. Yeah, we're trying you to s- stay on that middle line as close as possible. But you can't be safe and free. Yeah, it, I mean, there's just not both. You're right. It's all about balance. Always has <laughs> been. Always will be. So well, damn, that was here. a that became a long winded answer for both of us, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can get um hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, this is a fun one. I okay. mean, this is one that people have been talking about forever. Okay. It's so if there's a child who uh, grew up in the wild, completely away from all human beings, right? Okay. So fucking Tarzan. Right. All right. How human are they? Would they still? What What would they develop 
and what would they not develop? So we're talking about feral children here. Feral children. It doesn't specifically say what kind of animal would raise them. So it's just it's just inferred that the baby survived somehow and became an adult. Okay, so for one, I don't think any animal would raise the child. Really? Yeah. I just don't think that would happen, and I think that's just a fallacy, 100%. Really? Yeah. I'm, okay, all right, go, keep going, and then I'm, I'm going to have a rebuttal for that. Okay. And I, I honestly think it would be dangerous. When that, I think that feral child, when he grows up, would be extremely dangerous. You think so, he'd be like a wild animal? Oh, 100%, but not only a wild animal, but a wild animal that's cognitive is is able to hide is able to blend in in its surroundings because it had to survive on its own with a bunch of things that just want to eat you like the i'm because i'm i don't know i'm assuming i'm thinking of like jungle like forest kind of well they wouldn't know how to talk they would would never learn speech so they don't know english they would know nature better than anybody else they would know how to hide and be quiet better than anybody else they would recognize that you're the same species they are yes they would think there's another one of me. I think the I think human, even though they've never seen one before. Oh, you you mean if they haven't seen one, they're completely that. isolated their whole life. They've never seen a human before. They don't even know humans exist. No, I don't think it would. I don't think it would just ever come to mind. They would just know what they know, right? So, do you think they would think that we're a different animal, we're a different species? No, or I. They think, would know there's another one. Of me? I think the second they saw us, they would realize this thing looks like me. They'd just be confused as fuck. To me. They'd just be confused as fuck because their whole life they've they've known nothing but that. It's like a blind person all of a sudden waking up and they can see. They'd be confused as hell. I think it would be a lot like us finding a stereotypical alien. Like the one yeah. with the big eyes and the big head. If we walked out into our living room and one was on our couch. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, we went outside and drive and we saw one. Mm-hmm. Like it's just believable enough but you'd be totally amazed by it. You'd be like, what the fuck? You'd be yeah. taken back. You might be scared of it. You might be super fascinated. Well, like, and, that, and that's the difference. So I think like in that situation, right, you would have like, so let's say this feral child, you know, there's a, there a bunch of people that walk through this forest or jungle or whatever this climate is that this person's in, right? And he's this thing see this feral child sees them but just never interacts with them yeah but i think i think it would be like if it was an animal it would be like okay do i have to fucking well like what do i have to do with this thing whereas like if it's a human it's going to be curiosity of like ah yeah yeah kind of look like me you don't walk on all fours like everything else does here what the fuck are you up you know against but um well i think the first thing it would try to do is attack you just because knowing so. knowing think... humans and the way we work, generally, just from my experience, all the movies, everything mm-hmm. I've ever seen, when we encounter something new uh-huh. that we've never seen before, the first thing we do is kill it. We kill I... it, and then we try to study it. I disagree. Really? I think the first th- I think that maybe happens eventually, but I think the first thing we do is we we stay back and we watch it. Okay, what's this thing going to do? Human beings? Yes. Bro, we make a spear and we fucking kill it. That's the first thing we do. Here's a perfect example. Okay. Me and you went out in the backyard a few months ago. Uh huh. And we were smoking a cigarette. Uh huh. And we looked up, and in the raft in the rafters of the porch and all the wood, we mm-hmm. saw 
a couple of uh, little little bumpy looking thing. We're like, what the fuck is that? You're right. And, we, we thought, we and had, what was the first thing we did to it, Adam? We looked up and said, what the fuck is this? And then and we, we analyzed it for five to ten minutes. No, the fir- we, we looked at it. We said, what is this? And then I said, I am man. And I went and found a stick and I poked it with the stick. No, that was we, the first the, thing I did. No, the first thing we did was I was like, what is this? You came over. We looked at it from different angles. We were trying to figure out what it is. We came up with theories with each other. And then what did what we decide to do with it? I didn't say we don't do that. I said okay. the first thing we do is we stay back. Okay, we so watch. the second thing we would do is kill it. Yes, of course. The second, the second thing, thing we would do is it kill it. Would do is attack yes. Us. Okay, fine. <laughs> I can meet you there. I can meet you there. <laughs> Right. But yeah, but I yeah, agree. but so I think that's exactly what this like feral <laughs> thing would do. <laughs> Stay it would back. examine us and then try to attack us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, eventually it would have to try to attack us because it'd be like, okay, well, fuck this shit. I'm gonna eat it now. Do you think that like because I'm imagining like a wild person on an island mm-hmm. that like has nothing else around but animals, right. right? So do you think that they would develop like tools and shit? You think they would evolve like we do? Like they they'd figure out fire. Right? Yeah, I think... How far back do you think they would be? You think they could could figure it all out? So I think they would be much smarter than I think we're giving it credit for. Because, well, it kind of goes back to a conversation we had before of... You had a word for it. Collective consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So because Mm -hmm. human society as a whole is at a certain level of intelligence, I believe this this feral being in the woods or on this island is going to just automatically be at a bit of a higher level of intelligence to start off with. I'm just saying that wasn't the case for the northern Native Americans. Okay, but I mean, there's always exceptions to a rule, right? Well, I would think that and in, not not just just to be the voice of reason here, I would say that a person growing up on an island isolated from the whole of humanity mm-hmm. would probably be an exception. Well, but they still but like going to like the Native Americans though, like they they might have been behind of the Europeans, but they certainly weren't cavemen either. You know what I mean? So I think you would have the same kind of thing with this feral being is there would be a certain level of I, cognitive functioning. It kind of goes back... So really honestly, okay, and I'm not... I'm, I'm being totally intellectual here and honest, okay? Okay. I think, just just thinking about it, that the daily life of a caveman uh-huh. would indeed be very similar to the daily life of a tribal Native American person. I think that they would spend their days doing a lot of the same things. Well, I, yeah, I mean, maybe to an extent, just based off of lack lack of tools and stuff, like they'd yeah, be exactly. forced to make everything and do things like that. But I mean, I don't know. I look at collective consciousness. I look at things like we we talked about Helen Keller once and how yeah. a woman who couldn't, who was deaf and couldn't uh, see, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. was able to eventually be able to talk because yeah, it was able amazing. it was able to click right. Well, I mean, I think you could certainly teach this. Um, island person right. things like if you went and found them and brought them to society, you could teach them all the shit we know now okay i just don't know that they would get to it on their own mm-hmm. I, I mean it'd be a gamble it would be kind of an interesting experiment yeah. that you really can't ever conduct because it's fucking wrong no, well I, but it'd I, be very interesting feral children is and i feral children is, well no no the i i, I call it that because <laughs> it's we prefer domesticated children here. domesticated children <laughs> but there's literally a 
I don't want to call it a theory. I don't think it's, it's not a theory, but it's just one of those stories that like they exist out there and that there's like, you know, like, I don't want to say tribes, not tribes, but just like, cause usually they say they're isolated. Right. Yeah. But it's one of those things people have been like, I've cited one, you know, I'm in sure this the story, area, I'm sure Tarzan came from somewhere. Somebody met a real life Tarzan. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm not there's sure, a story but... of the guy who was stuck on the Island from world war two and he thought world war two was still going. I don't know. It was that like story. twenty years later. Oh, there was a guy on an island in the Pacific. Uh-huh. Um, maybe in the last like ten years, there was a story about it. How did he get there? Like he crashed, or yeah, his ship got fucking sunk or whatever when oh, he was okay. fighting. He washed up on this shore, and he was like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna chill here." Oh, he was like over. a soldier. During he was a soldier World War II. Gotcha, yeah, He was a soldier. Gotcha. Washed up on the shore, and they found him like fucking thirty years later, forty years, whatever. And he was an old man. He thought the war was still going. Really? Yeah, he saw the planes change. Like in technology and stuff, because the planes would fly over the island. Uh-huh. I don't think there was a people on the island. It was just him and his, you know, animals f- and how, shit. What the fuck was his story? What did he do for 30 he, years? Dude, he had his rifle. He thought that the war was still going. That's, yeah. That is wild. Uh-huh. He never got the message. But like, how did 30 years isolated on an island change this man? I mean, that's a long fucking time to be isolated on an island I'm sure by yourself. I'm sure it fucked him up mentally. I, I feel like it would have I'm to sure be. I'm sure he got very lonely. Jesus. So why do you think – so do you think animals could raise a child? Well, so I think that gorillas could because there's the gorilla at the zoo who has the baby. Okay, so that was the first thing I thought of. Of course it okay, is. Okay, right. So what I think would happen is you would have – if let's say it was a child, right? It started off as like this very young child and let's say I, there just happened to be a gorilla in a good mood that came by. Sure. You know, I saw the child was like, I'm going to – I'm it can take, happen. I'm going to take you for my own child. Right. You know, grab onto my back hair. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I think eventually the gorillas would just end up killing the child. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But I the think gorillas don't kill their babies. They don't kill their babies, but this thing is also different. I, I think something I would think, end up eating the child. I think there are ways that, well, I think that's a big possibility too, but I think there are ways that like gorillas, you know, roughhouse or really any animal, you know, let's say any animal could pick up this child and try to raise it, you know, amongst the wolves, amongst the gorillas, amongst whatever, you know, there, there are just certain things that those animals are going to do and stuff, or even ways that they just play with each other. That that child is just going to be like, you know, the girls might have a thing where maybe they, maybe they fucking, you know, hit each other or they fucking rah at each other. Can't do that to a little kid. Can't do that to an adult, <laughs> you know, and live to survive that. But who knows? I agree. I'm thinking, like, what about when the baby, like, shits? How does – he's got to wipe the baby's ass. Yeah. It's going to become an issue. That's just it. There's... So after, like, six days of shitting and crying, right. the girls going to be like, fuck this thing. I'm just going to get rid of it. That's what I'm saying. Right? You know? Well, and that's just it. Like put up with 18 years of that. And gor- and you think of, like, gorillas, even when they're, like, super, super young, you know, they're still able to follow the tribe, you know, and uh, they certainly don't go cry. with them. Yeah. They get eaten. And so, I think the baby would cry and get eaten. The, I think the, a tiger would come and eat the baby. The baby would die. For sure. Even, even if the baby was some, somehow in some fucking God's miracle way able to survive, it's not surviving long. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I think there'd be more cases of it. I, with yeah. With seven billion potential possibilities every day. I, I do not, out of the entire world's population, I think maybe there's like five out there scattered around the world that are just these feral beings that live isolated in woods or whatnot 
Just statistically, uh, I think a of them? statistically, I think there's maybe a handful of them. So about one in a billion. Yes, hmm. I'd argue that. Yeah. Okay. I'd say so, but I don't think they're living to be eighty. You know. <laughs> no, they're probably living to be one hundred and thirty. <laughs> oh, you think so? Yeah, they're not maybe? eating all the shit that we eat. Oh my god. They're probably living to be super old. That would be an interesting thing. I. So I'm saying it'd be a great experiment if we could just do it. I think it. Uh, so I've actually I've had uh, dark thoughts like that before. Oh my. Where I'm like, what if somebody just like took a baby? Put them in this like woods or jungle oh, or whatnot. It just put up cameras. We can't have jungle babies. I know we can't, but it's unethical. In the name of science, we are men. We must science. We are, we are men. We must science. Do we have enough time for another one of these? How, how are we oh, I'm sure here? we have plenty of time. Let's see here. Oh wow, um, time goes by fast. We were talking about education I, and feral children. I think we have <laughs> we have time for one more here, and I wanted. I, I'm kind of interested to see how you answer this one. It's a little one, short, easy to the point. Okay. So, Adam, where does your self worth come from? What, where do you get your value? What makes you value yourself the most? Ooh. What makes me value myself the most? Um, I, th- I think there are two things. And I think this is, I would probably argue this is similar for a lot of people, whether they even know it or not. Um, I would say just what I think of myself and what others think of me. I would say those two things add up to self-worth 100%. For sure. So, like, I have an ex- a, a specific example that okay. would work for me. So, like, a lot of my value that uh-huh. I, I place on myself comes from uh, my humor. Comes okay. from my ability to entertain and make people laugh. I've okay. always been very, very good at that. And I think that as, like, a society in whatever community that I'm a part of uh-huh. in whatever given moment. You can always adapt. That's Well, that's the most value that I bring to that community mm-hmm. is – I'm not the most intellectual person in the world. Um, I'm not the greatest artist or, or anything, mm-hmm. but I am really fucking funny and I'm entertaining. I so okay, okay. I, I kind of see where this question's uh, yeah. specifying yeah. now. So I would probably say I give myself worth to my ability to maybe. I think I'm really good at taking somebody who might be in a bad mood and making them feel better. I don't think that's necessarily something that a lot of people are able to do. Yeah. I think a lot of people suck at that actually. Yeah. Well, like one, (laughs) well, like one thing I've always been avid about and something that I've been complimented about many a times is I'm a great listener. If you ever need somebody to vent to, I am always there. There has never been a time I have not been willing to sit there and like just listen to you. That is true. Regardless, true. regardless, and you're not a big like trying to give advice all the time. You no. just kind of listen. And... I I very much understand. Like it was funny. I was talking to Kyle about this yesterday, but I'm somebody who truly believes that advice doesn't mean shit when it comes to somebody else. It people really have doesn't. to learn. People have to learn it themselves. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody wants your advice. But what people do need <laughs> is sometimes when, you know, and I, I see this at my job all the time. I see this and, you know, I saw this in high school is sometimes people don't want advice. They just need somebody to fucking vent what's going on in their head. For sure. You know, that's most of the time. I think. And so I, 
I and I think I'm very good at doing that, and I haven't met a lot of people like me who. So patience, the, almost. You think yeah. it comes from patience. I think yeah. I think I have. I have more of a threshold of being patient with people than I think maybe your average person has. Have you ever had any experience working like with kids or anything? Just because you say patience is a, is your virtue. So I no, I actually haven't. Have you ever like babysat kids or like taught them things? I or? have, but and I can be patient with kids and such, like in the sense of like maybe if they're crying or something like that, yeah. you know, when that. But I mean, I I usually try to keep my interaction with kids very minimum because yeah. I just I'm not a big fan of kids, you know. I, I I'm sure when I have kids, I'll love them to death. Oh, for you know? sure. But, but like, like other random kids, you're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Some people I, have a passion, like for teaching kids yeah, or for you know, raising. Or yeah, exactly. Like you Big know? Brother kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been put because of that. I haven't been put in a lot of situations to test that. You know, is how patient I really would be with a kid. So far. So far, my track record is good, but you know, um, I don't know. Kids consistent might... patience in the mm-hmm. long run. I don't know. I don't have the most faith in you, my friend. No, probably. I think you'd be not. good like for a day or two. Then you'd be like, "Fuck it, a again." Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> when, especially when it comes to kids, especially because there, there is definitely when it's an older person, you know. So, any, anyone from a teenager to, you know, 80 years old, you know, and when you're talking to somebody like that or they're trying to get you to listen, you know, th- there's a point where it's like there's an understanding, you know, on both sides. Or as a kid, there's not that understanding. No. So, so it goes back to the advice thing, right? Nobody really wants advice. People just want somebody to listen to. Kids want advice. Yeah, that's but, true. But kids don't want to follow advice. True. They just want to be told it's going to be okay and here's what you have to do to make it okay. Okay. Well, God forbid I fucking tell this little, you know, four-year-old something that does not make it okay. You know, my dad always said that with kids and questions, because mm-hmm. kids ask questions about everything. Uh huh. Kids never ask a question that they don't already have an answer to. So, mm-hmm. like, he always gave the example when kids ask about sex, right? That's always a big one, right? So when a kid comes to an adult and asks about sex, uh-huh. they've already heard an answer somewhere before. They just want to see how their parents are going to respond. They've heard it from a friend. They heard it from a teacher. They saw it on the internet. Something. They have some idea. And they're going for the... um, uh, I forget the exact word I'm I'm looking for here. But they're bouncing the idea off of you and Mm -hmm. trying to see if you give them that same information that they heard in the last place. They're trying to almost cross-reference. Cross-reference. Right, (laughs) right. So and that's what, and when your answer is different than what they heard before, they become very fascinated because mm. now they have conflicting information. Interesting. I never thought of it that way, yeah. but that makes sense. It pretty it works with a lot of things. Most of the time, kids have already heard it somewhere else if they're asking you about it. Well, th- I mean, even thinking back to like when I was a kid, you know, that was the mm-hmm. case with a lot of things. Although I do remember one specific topic I did not hear in school or anything. I remember asking my parents, "How old are you when you die?" You know, because I thought there was just an age, just an age, and you reached it, and then that was it. And you just had that many years to look forward to. My parents laughed at me. I was like, well, you could die anytime. And then my dad was like, you could die tomorrow. Of course. Of course you're <laughs> yeah. that, right? So little four-year-old me answer. is like, what? What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Funny, but yeah, funny. But yeah, I think I think as far as that question's concerned, I, I think, just as you said, I think patience, patience yeah. So humor and patience. Yeah. That's what we have to offer folks. Yeah. At the, at the core of it all, we're just two simple millennials offering you 
patient entertainment. Mmm, patience and consistency. ASMR. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. Well, this hour went by really fast. When you when you were asking about how much time is left, I was like, "Bro, we probably still have like a half hour." No, I, was I like, knew. Nope, we. Uh, I knew it was there. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening today. Wow, my, we only got my, to three philosophics. When my coffee's done, I know the hour's over. Oh, that's a good way to tell. See, I would just know five minutes passed if that was me with coffee. No, I make a fresh cup of coffee every time I start one of these, uh-huh. and by the time it cools off and I can start drinking it, we're about twenty minutes in, and by oh. the time I finish it, we're about. 48 to 55 minutes. Ago. Huh. Interesting. Now I'm going to be like paying attention to your just, coffee just drinking. Look at the coffee <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we've uh, we've digressed enough here. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Remember, you can check us out on all the f- social media platforms and uh, check us out on YouTube. Uh, for those who stuck around till the end here, just to let you know, we do have a second update coming here soon. Yeah. It is in the works. Matt and I have been uh, working on it, working on some scripting for it. Um, in our meantime, too, Another little bonus is we have been working on some different content to get you guys some different video yes. content that's not an update or a vlog. So it's exciting stuff. Still, still a little ways out. Still a little ways but there out. Is, there's stuff in the pipeline, guys. There is, there is definitely stuff in the pipeline, and I, I mean, I would argue it's almost out of the pipeline at this point. Yeah, you we know? made some pretty good progress on it today. Yeah, I'm really did. excited for it. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, any final thoughts, Matthew? Um, you know, I just, I fucking love you guys. Thanks for sticking with us through 30 of these things. Um, I don't know if I would have done it, mm-hmm. but you did it, and I appreciate you for it. We love you guys. Remember, like, comment, and subscribe, and share. And peace.